it's MC Devi here. You are listening to the Beat Beat Podcast, exposing the truth as we see it. This is a podcast where son, a mother of one, and a grandmother of three open up each other's eyes to the matrix. Look at the modern day world from the perspective of three different generations. Follow, laugh, and brilliantly analyze the tragic comedy we know as the human experience. Music you are listening to is by my late and great grandfather Sadun El Bayati. May he rest in peace. Yo 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 It's MC Devi. I'm your host and I'm joined by my co-host, the lovely Reverend Summer Albayadi, uh but sadly um Miss Barbara the matriarch is not here. Sadly. Yeah. She's still stuck on the other side of the country. But we're going to find a way to bring her in, right? MC yeah. Debbie. I'll f- try my best. Yeah, you need to find a way. I'll find a way. And a time that's appropriate. But, um... Because we have, a, I mean, I have a list of people I want to bring on, and one of them happens to be in another state, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. A safer state. Yeah. But, shh, don't say anything right now. Let's just bring her on okay 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 all right okay anyways um restlessness Mm. everybody is really restless right now especially in huntington beach Mm -hmm. and newport beach Mm -hmm. um or is it that they are just centers that bring bring people to them you know like a vortex like a vortex an energy energy field that just like draws the people there so it's not necessarily all the people there are restless some of them might be but other people that are restless in other areas congregate there emotional vampires Ooh, (laughs) yes i love that Okay. Anyway, are you saying the beach is drawing people there, or the pro, uh, the organizers? Both. I'm not understanding. Both and. It's just first. The... It was people congregating at the beaches, right? Yeah. So then Governor Newsom had to say, like, "Yo, y'all are spreading this virus, even if you're asymptomatic. So let us close the beaches." Now, of course, it doesn't escape my mind to think that. Who is going to the beaches? Okay. I lived near beaches most of my life. Okay. Um, even though currently I'm not living down at the beach, but um, I lived down at the beach physically in Newport. And I know that people came from all over many different counties. People came from different countries. Even I met people from different countries coming down to the beach there. So, Okay, so in my mind, I'm thinking, wow, it's just not the people of Orange County that were coming to those beaches. It's people from other counties as well. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. So then those people spread all the uh, coronavirus uh, to one another, and then they take them back to their respective counties and spread it there. So, you know, that, that was not something that I did not fully comprehend. I, I understood that that's what was going on and that would be a possibility. So when actually, I mean, I'm just going to be real. I was, I was happy that Newsom said, you know what, we need to close the beaches. Not because, um, I don't think people should, you know, not have access to the beaches. The beaches are beautiful. I love the beach. Yeah. But just because people's choices, their behaviors are, um, are not in, in my mind, in my opinion, not being behaving very logically. Right. So I'm more concerned about protecting people and protecting people of all various ages, not just the elderly or people that have an immune system that might be compromised or what have you the demographic like i don't know if you saw the pictures and the videos but the demographic uh that was protesting was very like it, it was from kids to elderly people and i was surprised that there was a lot of like young um women in particular lee like college students mm -hmm. there um, but it was mostly white and then some Asians and some Hispanics, mm. um, where I stand is I, I, I don't know how I feel. I don't understand why they're doing that. Like, I understand why they're doing that, but I don't understand why they're risking themselves and their families. Like, do they not believe there's a virus? Like, I'm not. Mm, possibly. I'm not understanding. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, you had asked me that question previously, you know, why are they doing that? Like, it just, it doesn't make any sense. Um, and, you know, uh, I, the only thing I can come up with is, you know, yeah, you can say, oh, they're like protesting, you know, our constitutional rights. You can't take away our freedoms. We can do what we want. We're not going to sit at home, you know. Um so they, it could be that, but most likely it's just people telling them what to do, telling them that they sh yeah. should be going out Alex in the streets Jones and protesting something like that. Alex Jones organized the protest a week ago, and he's hmm. known to be very nutty. Just, yeah, just watch. Just, Pop if Philly you have vampire not, hobgoblins. If you have not seen... You're turning the frogs gay. Seen, seen... Oh my! People do parodies, right? They, I mean, or yeah, they, they make they fun, do, of, they make make fun, fun of, him. of him on YouTube. But he's been like banned. You said, from, yeah, from, from having his Twitter, YouTube, his show on these platforms. So, but people post videos that make fun of him, and you know, if you all you have to do is watch him. I mean, he's a caricature of himself. He really is he's funny. Like, he is a crack up. If if I mean, I I. So so when I watch him, I think, oh, wow, he's really trying to make people laugh like he's 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 a caricature, you know, and I mean, he's become a caricature of himself. But I felt like when you watch him, like he's playing some sort of character making fun of yeah. people like this. Right. Yeah, That's what he that's his but, whole but thing. 
he's not he's really he's he's acting serious and there are people that watch him seriously and really buy into what he's saying and a part of me is just like oh my goodness he goes home and he doesn't believe any of that and he's going home and he's just like counting his money like Ooh, baby. yeah i think i don't you i don't know? think he believes any of that because it's he's, some crazy stuff he says he's like um he's like the crazy old wizard that you meet like um traveling you know what i mean in like right. a medieval setting that well, crazy but he old has wizard just enough of reason in there and logic oh, yeah there's some stuff that go, i'm like whoa oh maybe, yeah oh yeah maybe oh, he's yeah. he's right about that exactly yeah like, well i kind of feel that way Ooh, wow Ooh, yeah there i mean it messes with you so caution if you're gonna go watch him just be prepared Remember that we said it's okay if you have those feelings of, wow, I could probably get behind that. Just realize that, that that's that's all a part of the illusion. That's what he that's how he draws you in. And please, if you listen to us, please don't become an Alex Jones watcher. <laughs> please. Yeah, he's um cuz that's just oof. He's crazy. It's funny. And then there's a it's whole funny, though. there's a whole thing with uh david ike and they've banned him from youtube uh recently who's that um he like uh he's a conspiracy theorist you'd classify him as he mm -hmm. um i think he wrote a book he was he started out normal like mm -hmm. you know smart guy but then he wrote a book about um how lizard people are controlling everything behind and then he got discredited from that he may be right mark zuckerberg looks like a lizard mike pence looks like looks like a lizard just bill saying. gates just jeff saying. bezos they all look like lizards to me so he may be right well, yeah but right. he got banned um for, for writing about lizard people no no he got discredited for writing oh. about like that's his theory mm. but he got banned from youtube because he was on the london reel doing like a interview and he was talking about um, the coronavirus, 5G. He was talking about. He was talking about um, military. Uh, how they're trying to militarize us with this new thing and put in place a totalitarian government. I didn't watch the whole thing. I just mm -hmm. watched like a, maybe one clip. Or well, something. that's a possibility. You never know. Yeah, but it's uh, it's very. I mean, I don't know about the lizard people. That sounds a little sci-fi fantasy, but it's just it's it's all very interesting. It's an interesting time right now, and then now there's stupid Orange County people um, protesting. I just I don't understand. Saying, "Let us go out and work and possibly die." I don't. I don't. And I, kill others. I just don't get it. Like, well, the thing is, I mean, I get that people are concerned about the economy. I think that this is this is a very difficult situation because on the one hand, we have this economy that needs to keep going. And on the other hand, we need to keep people alive. Um, and this is not uncommon, you know, uh, I, I, I assume during the Spanish flu or whatever um, back in when was that 1918, they probably experienced similar well, after it was the Great Depression. Right. And in the 1930s, from 1930 to 1932, 
there was riots, there was protests mm -hmm. uh, organized by the Communist Party, actually, which is kind of ironic um, to what we're seeing today. But uh, that's, yeah. that's what happened. So this isn't, I'm not surprised. I just don't understand, don't understand the reasoning. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like they're protesting way too early. Well, that and, makes sense. Right, right. Well, and the problem is that when you go out and protest, you're signaling to others, it's okay to go out. So you're signaling to others, you know, so I mean, going out and participating in a protest, I, you know, love democracy. I love, you know, freedom of speech. And we all have right. I've participated in protests before. Um, so I'm not saying don't participate in a protest right but people are participating very few people were wearing masks based on what i've seen now i don't know i wasn't there so i don't know i saw one i've person seen pictures from the pictures right um and videos but that's about it so but the problem is if you're so you know go out protest you know have at it you know but do it safely right wear a mask so you're not and and try to socially distance from one another and uh, uh, the nature of a protest you really can't social distance it's really hard because you're if you're standing you're standing in close proximity or if you're marching you're marching in close proximity right so there's that but i'm i guess you know you're asking like why why do this and, and why is it so soon right and um i think I'm more concerned about what that's going to do and the signal that it is sending to others because I have seen since this has been uh, um, projected onto our screens and into our social media, um, all of these pictures of people protesting, um, I feel like I have sensed in our own neighborhood more activity right yeah, yeah. so i feel like people are you know um going out more now and i'm not seeing masks being yeah. worn there's and, a party going on right now next door and there's a party going on a few doors down <laughs> like what's the deal mm -hmm. why are you having a party and are these people your family members because if it's your family members okay all right but if they're not your family members where all these people come from and why are they descending upon our neighborhood and bringing whatever, you know, uh, coronavirus germs they may have, you know? I'm just throwing that out there. Like, that did not, you know, escape me to think about people coming into the neighborhood, you know? At this moment, well, I don't know. I think so. I think uh, Gallup, New Mexico, is on lockdown, so they, um, if you don't know where Gallup, New Mexico is, it's on the I-40, Interstate 40. It used to be the old Route 66 is uh, adjacent to I-40. Um, and so that used to be the way that you would drive across this country. And so the I-40 is a big, uh, it's a, a, a big way, a big highway to get through New Mexico. So if you need to get to Albuquerque or Santa Fe, or you know go to other states or what have you the i-40 is a um a way in which to do that so they were blocking 
um, from people from getting through. Okay. So you couldn't cross the country on the Well, uh, apparently you'd have saying? to go find some other way. But the point is, is because um, they're having a struggle with the coronavirus there because, um, you know, the Navajo um, nation is really struggling with this, right? And so um, because Gallup, New Mexico is um, uh, has a lot of Navajos and probably um, the reservation near there and everything um that's what's going on however i don't know if necessarily that's the way to go they they say it's only through monday right and they're gonna then let people through and everything but they're trying to keep people protected and everything but i mean it's on lockdown where people can't go in can't get out mm -hmm. you know now this brings up this, you know, we've got people running around going to the beach or going down to the beach to protest. And, you know, do they want it to get that bad here where we're all going to be on lockdown? I mean, you have freedom right now to go and protest. You know, you have freedom to go to the store. You have freedom to, you know. I think I think protests are very emotional. Yeah. And I think that's part of the problem is everybody is very emotional about mm, this, this right virus now, yeah. and they're not looking at it very logically mm -hmm. you know right you're right the the that does uh it's a way of of experiencing your emotions and if yeah you're angry, i was just i was looking at the videos and i'm like this is all emotional everybody there is emotional you know, they're well, either laughing or crying right, right, right. or yelling. But, but I mean, know? look at it. Michigan, Just... Michigan had, you know, these protesters storm the Capitol building. Right. And they had like rifles. Well, it's an open and carry state. Right. But I'm sorry. And they were allowed in. And so um, many people have said, hey, um, and, and, and some, you know, like, uh, uh, Jank on the Young Turks mentioned this, right? Um, if you were to have black or brown people storm the Capitol with guns, even though it's an open and carry state, would you let them in? Would nothing happen to them? Uh, no. Think about that, folks. Right? Mm -hmm. So... And and you're seeing on social media a lot of a lot of people posting about this, showing and saying, "Hey, this is what white privilege looks like when people are allowed to go and storm a Capitol building, and they're just allowed in. Hello, open the doors, let you in, even though you've got, you know, I don't know, what do they have, assault rifles and things like that on them? I mean, that's scary. Well, and the point is made that after the Civil War. Um, when I'm pretty sure the economy took a hit or something, the only the whites were compensated. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Even even though the union was fighting for, uh, you know, slavery, they were you know f fighting for it. Mm -hmm. Um, blacks still didn't, you know, get, you know what I mean, compensated. So. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's just an interesting point to like look from past the United States experiences on, because mm -hmm. I, I feel like it's very like similar. Mm -hmm. uh, there was horses blocking the beach, 
police on horses and i remembered um when you were and at an anti-war war protest you guys turned the corner and there was a, like a blockade of horses right mm -hmm. yeah and then Blocking we left the because we we figured mm, that could get bad once you see um well at that type of a protest but you know i mean i don't know i haven't seen if anybody got hurt at this protest um but nobody got hurt but That's a lot of times at anti-war protests you would see people getting hit you know uh by a baton or something like that by police on horseback so um but if nobody got hurt at this huntington beach protest then that's very telling as well is it not how so um well anti-war um anti-war protests you would say oh those are a bunch of hippies when no it's not really you know yeah it's 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 there are a lot of while there may be a lot of veterans there's yeah you see a lot of veterans i was telling you about um ron kovic i've seen him at anti-war protests and he was he's a veteran you know he was in the vietnam war the the movie born on the 4th of july um tom cruise was in it excellent movie he um it's about his life um you know so uh i think that um I think that it's it's very telling that you would say, oh, if you're anti-war, then you're worthy of being beaten because that's un-American, right? And if you're protesting having to stay home and uh, being able to, you should be able to go out and work, right? Um, that's more American, you see? So therefore, you're, you're not worthy of being beaten. You won't be beaten, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Because you're protesting, go back to work. Right. Keep the economy going, which everybody wants to keep the economy going. But at what expense are, you know, um, how many people, uh, I think I was reading the quote, how many people died during the so-called Spanish flu? 50 million. Uh, worldwide, right? And it, it was, was about mostly the U.S. though, because the Spanish flu was from the u.s that's where it originated oh really even though it's called spanish flu yeah but that's where it originated yeah in the u.s from birds i'm pretty sure yeah birds h1n1 mm -hmm. mm. well anyway so uh, millions of people died you know is that where we're headed with this you know and and you know you brought up this idea of restlessness right is this what it looks like when people can't just, I mean, I don't even, has it even been two months? Yeah, it's been two months. No. Yeah. No, M no. May. March, March, oh, March 17th, St. Patrick's April. Day. March, April. I think it was St. Patrick's Day when well, we it's got basic, the... That's basically two months. It's the beginning of May. It hasn't been a full two months since Not we've been told. Not a full two months, but told to. But people were protesting at the month mark. Right, right, and just, and just week. I mean, week. I I mean week. I I I get it, but at the same time, what does what does restlessness um, signify? I mean, the other day you and I took a drive. You know, 
it wasn't out of necessarily restlessness, uh, but it was lovely to just see the hills, see the greenery, take a drive, right? It's well, you why were, not do something like that? Your car was Oh yeah, my battery. Needed so. a new battery. So you're testing your car out technically. Well, but it wasn't but here's the deal. We could have been going because we we're restless and we have to get out, oh, get out of the house, you know. I don't I think that if you're okay with yourself and yes i mean i i understand that for a lot of people this is really difficult to go within and to deal with those inner struggles and everything but that's what a lot of people are being forced to do right now deal with it or to deal deal with with other people in the house luckily you and i get along really well and and so that's good because if we didn't get along then probably i'd you know want to leave be restless i would be, be very like, restless right get me out of here yeah but i mean why not go when you're restless go take a walk go take a drive go um go to a drive-thru and get something if you need to go get you know coffee coffee mocha virus, though. well people are not so worried about that apparently <laughs> so you know but um but what is this with you know this restlessness you know and like as yeah. you said they're getting themselves all riled up and using their emotions that they're feeling while they're at home right so so you're supposed to be doing that inner work and 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 people don't feeling yourself they and don't know how to do that though going out and getting angry and showing their anger people haven't been shown how to do that they don't want to do that they don't know how to do that but there's a lot of spiritual teachers out there that that teach people how to do that. But they're not being inundated with that. See, we 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 have our own little bubble, right? Yeah. We're not addicted to social media. Mhm. Okay? We're not being inundated with just random shit. I mean, there was a time when I was a little more addicted. I just want you to know. Okay. Social media. Yeah, and there was probably a time where I was a little more addicted to YouTube, not social media in particular. Yeah. But YouTube. Um, there, you know, we're not listening to music 24-7, you know. True. When we there's go a lot of silence. We allow a lot of Yeah, there's a, a lot, lot of, silence. of silence. And I silence is good. It's very good. But people don't understand that. They're, they don't, mm-hmm. they're not mm-hmm. in the same bubble we are. Mm-hmm. And then there's, of course, the whole social, political, economic factor to it. And that the middle class is taking the huge brunt of this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Say more. Well, I, was, I think the majority of the protesters, the majority of people uh, protesting were middle class. Mm-hmm. And th- they're going to take... The huge brunt. If you're rich, you're gonna st- probably stay rich. Mm-hmm. If you're poor, you're gonna stay poor. But it's mm-hmm. the middle class in the economic structure that, when there's a collapse in the economy, they're gonna take the biggest hit. Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, some would argue, what middle class? You know, the middle class has been disappearing. So, um. No, I hear you. I mean, I'm I'm just uh, I just keep going back to that sort of that white privilege and that's what that looks like, you know, that um it's 
Mm. Yeah, there was a picture of um, a more white area and like the parks were open and there's a picture of a more black neighborhood. Oh, yeah, that was everything's closed. Yeah, somebody did a compare contrast. Compare contrast. Like, look at that. This the where was like, that? This is equality. I think it was. Uh, I don't know actually. I don't remember. But yeah, was but it, it was like it was. I don't. I don't remember. But it was like, oh yeah, they're hanging out the park and not social distancing, and you know, and it's okay. The police are not, you know, making sure that they're social distancing. And then, so it's one park. It's a white park and lots of people, kind of mm-hmm. like the beaches. It that was. Were here. It looked like the beach. Yeah. And then <laughs> this black greener. park, and there's like psh, nobody there because they're supposed to yeah, being enforced to the social gate. distance. Yeah, like there's a yeah. closed they gate. They close the gate. They they and have they, no access a to the park. Of yeah. The closed gate. So then, like, so then, wow. okay. So juxtapose that with here in California, you know, Newport Beach, Huntington Beach. Oh, how dare you close our beaches? We're rich over here. You can't do that to yeah, us. Yeah, you can't do that. Right? Yeah. Think about that. I mean, Huntington Beach has a weird culture anyways. So, you know, yeah. imagine closing their beaches. My, yeah. My goodness. But the but the but the point is that like, you know, how how arrogant to act as though you deserve the, you know, to go to your beach. Like, you don't own us. He's the governor for goodness sake. Yeah. He's trying to govern. Let him govern, you yeah. know? I mean, let's get through this. And, and you know, we're supposed to be listening to the, the uh, those in healthcare. We're supposed to be listening to the scientists. Um, they're all saying very similar things like, um, you know, if you don't do all of this and if you open the country up too soon, guess what's going to happen, guys? This is this is not brain surgery here. It's very logical. It's logical to me. And they're telling us and they're giving us all sorts of evidence based on these other um, uh, diseases, based on these other viruses. This is what we know that's going to happen, right? And then there's this push for getting a vaccination. Uh, If they get a vaccination too soon, I'm going to be scared of that vaccination. I'm just going to tell you that. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to speak that that out loud. Yeah. Like... Have you what'd tested you, that enough? That, huh? Like you need to be doing some tests on that to make sure that it actually is effective before you start handing it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like a cocktail. Jeez. It's uh, just, it's just water. Mm-hmm. Placebo. And there's this big, there's this big push right now. The, the president is, you know, let's come on guys. Full throttle. Let's let's get this vaccination you know, if, by January. What? Yeah, that's scary. Well, that's just not how like vaccines don't work like that. Right. You know, they take a long time, and even a year is rushing it. You know. Yeah, this would be probably less than a year, right? Even a year. Because I don't is think they started in it. January because they didn't really. It didn't really come out until February. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't. It's just, it's such a weird uh, juxtaposition. Like, mm-hmm. here we are, like, in our house, very content, and a couple miles away. Uh, how many miles? 25? Longer? 
I don't remember. A couple miles away, uh, there's people yelling in Huntington Beach about the beaches. I don't even like the beach. That's <gasps> such like a weird beach. thing. I don't like it. Why? Well, you probably like to pass by it. Do you not like the sand? A bunch of half-naked people swimming in acidic water. <laughs> Come on. This is ridiculous. Okay, you probably they're like the beaches in Hawaii then. They're protesting for that to be open. Well, yeah, it is kind of gross, the water. Really dumb. Yeah. Really dumb. But people... Do you know how many, you know many fish pee in that water? Okay. Okay, Devin. Okay, Do you know how many okay. fish? Okay, don't worry. Don't worry. There's sharks. I would be more concerned... Sharks. Yeah, there are sharks, but... <laughs> I would Do you know be, how many oil spills I would have be, happened yeah, there? I would be more concerned about the pollution. Oil spills Pools, that yeah. the that hasn't been uh, told about. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like, I would be more concerned about that. Hasn't been reported about. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, anyway. And they're, and they're oceans, protesting for that to be open. Some beaches are very, very they have very clear water so and it's pretty. Very silly to me. This is all very. It's very yeah, it's silly. It's not about that though. It's not. It's it's emotions. I think. I think that's yeah. the brunt of it. It's just emotional. Because they're restless. They need something to do. Yeah. They they want an excuse to get out of the house. Yeah. Let's, let's go protest when there's a pandemic. I don't even like leaving the house. <laughs> People <laughs> annoy me. <laughs> clearly, clearly, you're like I'm not going to any. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going to go where there's a crowd. Forget that. Forget that. Yeah. But how do we fix it? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if there is a way to fix it. I think um this is I think this is a natural natural process. It's you know, you knew that there would be protests happening. It's you know, history repeating itself. Um, if you understand human nature, you know that human nature um, is, you know, they they listen. And if people tell them to do something, uh, they do it. They're kind of sheep-like behavior, you know. We're all, it's, we're all socialized. We're all socializing ourselves and socializing one another to stay at home, right? To follow the rules, right? Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people, and, and most people, I think, are doing that. Um, there's just a few that are not, um, and then they're getting on television and in the newspapers and making it appear that there's more of them and there's not, um, most yeah, of the people the, that I the know protest was like, it looked pretty small to me. Yeah, like it wasn't the biggest yeah. group yeah. in a protest. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen bigger, but, and I participate in bigger protests, but the the point is that I think that people, um, you know, it's a natural evolution of what's going to happen. People, they can't they can't stand to be confined. They can't stand to be told what to do. You know, it's yeah. somebody had uh, mentioned it was like they're having tantrums. You know, okay, I'll follow the rules. I'll follow the rules. I'll follow the rules. You know what? I'm not following these rules anymore. Wah! Right? Having a tantrum. Because your parents said, you know, stop doing you're this. Grounded. You're grounded. You're grounded. You went to the beach. So now we're going to close the beach. Wham! You're, gra- you're grounded. Wham! That's literally what's happened to the whole country. You're grounded. That's right. And because, and, and so you need to be grounded 
and be grounded. Yeah, Get it? the word grounded. grounded. That's, Ooh, that's yes. I was trying to. I was trying to. Yeah, you, you picked that up was on good. It. I picked up on it. Play <laughs> on then, words. And people can't be grounded because they're they're acting like teenagers raging against being much. grounded. Everybody's right? in their head. When too somebody's much. grounded. They're either going to follow the fact that they were grounded or they're going to try to get around it, right? So as a teenager, I mean, you were never really grounded, so you don't know this, but, yeah, but never teenagers that get grounded, right? Yeah. They, um, they're, they want to behave rebelliously, right? So some may follow the rules and be grounded and like, okay, fine, yeah. I can't go out and see my friends for two weeks. Others will, oh, let me sneak out of the house while I'm grounded. Oh, um, oh, I can't use my phone and everything. Okay, fine. I'm going to get another phone. I mean, you know, I'm going to find a way to get another phone. My friend will sneak it to me and then I can text. Yeah, and, you rebel know. against authority. Yeah, rebel against authority. And that's what these people are doing. Which is not... Rebelling against the authority of the governor. Well, and I think we've been conditioned to act that way. You know, there's a certain part of us. We, sure. we watch shows like Divergent, for example. Right. Yeah, we want to be those uh, characters. This was your generation. No, Baby Boomers, I think, started this. Yeah, uh, I, the whole I'm rebel, not, rebel I'm scene. Definitely not a baby boomer. No, 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 but after, that's when it's like you, you were the punk generation. You know what I mean? I don't. Okay. Okay. Mm, if you want to say I'm, so, I just I've you I know more about this generational stuff right. than but I it do. Start, it started with the baby boomers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh that was the sexual revolution <laughs> that was martin luther king era mm -hmm. and that sort of rebel against authority has continued throughout the generations so now nobody respects authority and there's just this sort of uh rebellion towards it and it, you know it's it's in hip-hop it's in the movies it's on social media you know it's all over the place. Mm. And I think that's not good because authority makes up a lot of, you know, how society works. First, it's your parents. Then it's your teachers. Um, then you, it's law enforcement, government. And some would even say before your parents, God is the first authority right so this sort of rebellion against authority is also i think a disconnecting of you know god and faith well i mean yeah if, go ahead god is the highest authority right and 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 people are constantly struggling with um you know uh, wanting to believe in whatever scripture they believe in that speaks to them about the divine spirit, God, goddess, whatever you want to call it, right? Uh, universe, right? There's all these scriptures, whether that it be actual scriptures that we know as scriptures, right? Um, Christian, Muslim, Jewish, Buddhist, yeah, the Hindu, revelations. right? Right. Whether you have those type of scriptures or scriptures as in you know the great thinkers of our time the the um artists the uh, uh the various authors out there you know telling mm -hmm. a beautiful story and telling us something that is like whoa that's so profound you know um the uh the playwrights what have you right Shakespeare, okay yeah Shakespeare, Homer, the poets exactly Rumi. right 
Um, Rumi was Muslim, Sufi Muslim, so you know. Um, uh, the, and uh, yeah, and then uh, Thoreau the was Dao. a transcendentalist. I don't, I don't huh? think we know who wrote the Tao. The Tao, yeah. But anyway, the point is, you have all so all this. So let's say you are somebody, and I'm just going to you know pick like let's say you're a Christian and you believe in the Bible, right? So you're constantly having this tug of war between you and what you believe is God, right? And that you're the scriptures are illuminating for you how you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to do in the world. And then you'll use scripture to justify your going out and protesting, let's say, right? Um, yeah. And so, and, and it's this disconnect because if, if um, you know, maybe you're not understanding quite what, your God is telling you, right? Like maybe there's a disconnect there on the way that you're reading that biblical text, right? Maybe you're not really quite getting it. And so I think you're right. There is a sort of, it's a, you're constantly rebelling against the divine or against your God, right? So you're constantly in rebellion because if that's the authority, right, that's what you claim tells you how to be in the world if you're constantly rebelling against that you know yeah then and uh-huh there's always been an association you know it's it's on the the dollar in god we trust there's always been an association from the early days of america right that God and the government are intertwined. Mm -hmm. Right. Because, you know, that's how it was with with the kings and queens and stuff. They yeah, were, they, they were divine. They were there because <clears throat> God put them there. Yeah. 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 So. And then it's just like. Um, when I, I see people who are raised as Catholic, they often. Rebel against that which I think makes sense. Um, well, they're rebelling against the authority of the church, authority which of is the a church. Difference, difference. That's a different than rebelling against God, right? So you're talking about a religious authority that's saying this is what you're supposed to believe. This is how we interpret the scripture. And so this is the truth as we see it. And so you're really rebelling against that. You're not rebelling against what you know in your heart right is what the divine wants for you yeah. right yeah and then yeah basically did i cut you off i'm sorry no no you didn't cut me off i'm just i'm trying to think how to phrase everything well this is complicated it's a complicated time it's complicated um uh experiences uh, everybody i mean i think there's probably a collective rest restlessness right like you know we can be happy in our homes but the the restlessness comes from the unknowing like the unknown we don't know what the future is going to hold we don't know what the future is going to bring we know that if it keeps happening that people don't social distance they're going to spread the virus and so we know that that means that there could be millions of people that die in this country, right? So we know that. 
And that makes us restless because we just want to be able to, you know, conk people over the head and go, hello, <laughs> hello, <laughs> stop, stop having a party. Hello, stop uh, going and uh, being protesting. together and protesting. Hello, stop going to the beach. But um, like social distance, go ahead, protest all you want. Just social distance, please. That's all I'm asking for. Have a party. Just don't be all together in that party like you know social distance yourselves you know like wear masks do something you know of course people aren't going to do that because they're rebellious they're inherently rebellious mm -hmm. and why is it is there something different in terms of um i was thinking about this earlier today america prides itself on being individualistic we're individuals right well, other there's a lot of other countries that are more sort of communal societies, like in the Middle East. The Middle East, the Arabs, right, are Mexico communal, right? right? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, so Very these societies they're all about, and this is you know the 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 month of Ramadan, which is the the holy month when the Quran was revealed to the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and and so Muslims are fasting, and then they you know get together with family and friends uh, you know every evening right or they go to the mosque every evening right so now here's the deal so you have this experience now there's a coronavirus so we all can't be together right we're not supposed to be doing that right there's no communal living and you've got a society uh, i'm not talking about in america although there are little communities of various cultures that get together and um uh, you know i was talking to a, a friend of mine who is from the Indian culture and you know people are going and visiting each other's homes and everything and I'm like I'm thinking to myself wow yeah okay so that's an an that's an example of a communal culture right who is in the United States right and they are they are still maybe they're not doing it to the extent that they normally would right um but they're still uh, experiencing seeing one another, right? And we have gone like completely, like I don't see family. I don't, you know what I mean? I'm like, uh, we're not all getting together. Yeah. Not like they want to I'm not see getting us. together with my friends. I mean, they want to see us. Yeah, too. of course they do. But because of the virus, you know what I mean? Right, right, exactly. Yeah, why would they want to see us? We're all thinking about these things yeah. and we need to take this seriously. We don't live in the same household. So yeah. am I going to take, my possible asymptomatic virus self over to your house yeah you know what i mean yeah so we're like thinking in that way and so we're connected by you know via texting and calling on the phone and all of that Yeah, texting every day there's like 20 new messages <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> anyway so we're you know we stay connected that way but it's just it's interesting to me so is is America is America really as individualistic as it claims to be when clearly this restlessness brought people out to the beaches to be in community? They brought people out to protest in community. They brought a party a few doors down to be in community. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think, oh no, I think, um, I think we're the least individualistic 
I think it's an illusory, illusory, mm-hmm. illusory individualism. Mm. Um, right. How do I say that? Right, and and yet you don't see. I mean, when you've gone to when you've spent time within a culture in which people are like, you know, just stopping by, you know, we in a a lot of uh, people um, uh, may feel in America like, wait, why is somebody stopping by my house? Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe younger people don't feel that. But the older you get, you're like, hey, they need to call first type of thing. Right. It's a more it's a more you're a little more private. Right. But if you're within a certain culture that's more communal and you're here, right, you may be okay with that and open to people stopping by, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I know that when uh, there was a, a time and a place, you know, down, so my, um, it, when I was younger, we lived in Santa Monica, and so did my uncle and aunt and my cousins, their home was completely open all the time. People were constantly stopping by. I mean, but they had six kids. So their six kids had friends, right? And people were constantly coming by and they were constantly having parties and everything. And it was great. It was wonderful for me. I loved it. Um, But it's very interesting because you don't, I mean, there may be households that are like that now. And then, you know, um, and, and so what, if people are experiencing that and then they're told to social distance, right? There's no way they can do that. Maybe they could do that for a couple of weeks and then they're done. Right. Yeah. Cause they're used to all the commotion, all the people coming by. Oh, okay. Let me feed you and yeah, everything. And people are used to, they can't deal with this, with solitude, you know? Yeah. People well, we're are, social animals. I know we're social animals, but, you know, we just can't deal with um, ourselves. Yeah. I our, think the majority of society and the population of the planet can't live with themselves. Right. And it's sad because once you live with yourself, <coughs> once you see that, once you like see yourself, then you realize, oh, I am God. And right. people don't want that realization. Right. They don't want it. No. They don't want the, the stillness. But there, but a lot of people are striving for that. You know, I mean, I, I, I argue that the journey, you know, when I um, was in seminary, my professor, uh, New Testament professor said, you know, every, everything uh, is a journey to God. Right. And I would argue that, that it's a journey to self-love right Mm -hmm. that and in this time affords us the um space the time the the um ability to really go within to look at what it is we need to repair within ourselves so we can love ourselves more and really care for ourselves. Um, and I think in so doing, when people do that, then you're right. Then they see, wow, I really am. 
I am God. I'm the image of God. I'm made in the image of God. And I am the manifestation. I'm the divine spirit. I'm I'm love. I am love, right? Mm -hmm. I am love. And and I sh that's, you know, and I'm called to spread that love to others. Right. Um, and and it's hard. It's hard to to understand that about yourself and then to understand that you're you're supposed to be more loving, not just to other people, but to yourself. And that's hard to do because. You know, we come here as a blank slate, so to speak. You know, there are those that say that the blank slate, right? And then kids are true, but yes. okay, that's fine. <laughs> you can you well, right? Okay, so you could say people come with all sorts of memories. Is I that think what you're there's say? an ancestral yeah ancestral knowledge. Yeah, okay, that is right. So evolution. you're not. You're not, t what is it, Tabula Rosa? Rosa yeah. yeah. Tabula so you're not Rosa. that. Okay. No. But anyway, but you are a product of your environment. You're socialized yeah. into, um, into different, through different experiences through, right? And so when you grow up, then you've got to dismantle all these beliefs that you have. Um, some would refer to them as limiting beliefs, right? You've got to dismantle all of that. Um, which, you know, is difficult to do. Yeah, you have to destroy <laughs> the ego. Yeah. And then that's the s symbolism in rebirth. Right. Rebirth, the yes. baptism. You should always be uh, in rebirth. Yes. You should always be the phoenix mm -hmm. going down into the ashes. Resurrection, reincarnation, yeah. Because what you think you are, what you think is something isn't actually what it is it's just what you perceive it what to you be. perceive right your perception right and you could be wrong yeah you know it's and i think that's like when we talk about you know islam christianity all the religions the foundation of getting to a place of enlightenment is every day humbling yourself and mm -hmm. gratitude humble and gratitude Humble mm -hmm. and gratitude. Mm -hmm. That's why Muslims are always praying five times a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Humble gratitude. That's true. It's always being grateful and humble, humbling yourself and right. submitting to the Surrender, higher power yeah. of yeah. the divine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's an act of surrendering and being grateful. Yeah, you're right. And people aren't doing that anymore. Mm -hmm. But that lifestyle, not everybody can have because that's... A, that's the lifestyle of a monk right you know what i mean that's what the buddhist yeah. monks do and you know mm -hmm. right five billion people you know what i mean mm -hmm. doing that or nuns. three billion nuns they're constantly going crazy. and praying right yeah they go they do the rosary you know there's lots of you know lots of uh, various groups that um, you know, or maybe sequester do that. So you take somebody who's Muslim, who's living, you know, and, uh, you know, going to work, going to school, going, doing this and that, and they're, you know, um, praying five times a day. Yeah. That's but tough. It's always tough to do. It's very, if you're know, not tough. In a, yeah. In a community in which that's and then what in everybody Christianity, does. you should always be reading scripture. And right. It's, to humble yourself right you know what i mean 
here's a work that was written thousands and thousands of years ago, you know, and it's being passed. Look at all this knowledge that's being passed down to you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So I think like for kids, they grow up in a religious family and then they eventually rebel, rebel from that religious family. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. How can you expect a kid, this is just my thinking, to be born and then be monk-like? You know what I mean? What do you, No. What do you mean? To, like, be on this strict uh, path of, you know, humble and gratitude. You know what I mean? How can you expect that of a kid? Yeah, like, let's say somebody's born into Catholicism, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Because that's what I see a lot around here, Catholicism and Christianity. And they usually rebel by their teenage years. Uh, well, okay, but the whole, right, the whole rebellion is, uh, this, this construct of the teenager rebelling is, um, uh, uh, indigenous to America. It's an American construct. Yeah, I know. I know it's an American thing. Or Western construct. Yeah. Um, so, and, and it's all about, you know, again, being an individual, right? Yeah. Um, because you don't see that necessarily in other societies, other cultures necessarily. So, but I'm also just like thinking like when a kid is like born, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're raised in the religion, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a very like monk, like almost every religion is very like monk like. And there's a, um, there's a fluidity to it, but there's mm-hmm. also, you know, a principle to it. You know what I mean? So there are belief systems that are being played out every day and being taught to the kids every day. Yeah, I don't know. I. Well, okay. So I, I mean, you I bring was up never like rebellious. You know, so I don't. Yeah. I'm just like thinking with right. no knowledge of right. the situation. Well, I mean, you bring up something like. Um, uh, Catholicism like you could go every day to mass you know and so you're doing your spiritual practice every day versus just waiting for Sunday you know in Protestant religions you normally would go to church on Sunday right um, but there's then you have uh, churches that have things going on seven days a week right so you're not just experiencing your spirituality on that Sunday right um, same with Muslims. It's not just Friday prayers. You pray every day. Same with um, uh, uh, Jews going to synagogue, right? They, they, there are different spiritual practices you can do throughout the week. And um, so, I mean, I think that, I think that you've got sort of that, I mean, is that what you're talking about when you're talking about sort of the fluidity and being more monk-like yeah like it's doing like a spiritual practice every day a child mm-hmm. to be like that for every day and for the rest of their life is they're not gonna do that right right it's better to let the child find their own way f- learn you know from trial and error mm-hmm. 
give them the foundation they learn from trial and error mm -hmm. and they will come back to it when they're maybe 20 but instead they're um taught this strict way of being right mm -hmm. and then they come back to the religion maybe in their 40s or, right. or so now yeah the, or when they have kids they or might, when they have kids or they'll find a new religion or they'll you know. find yeah something new because you know they may come Screw from two our different parents, our parents are well they may come from two different faiths and so they're like an interfaith household and they want to find you know yeah they want to find the right find something that will work for both of them you know yeah it's just um i don't know well I, I, yeah I, I didn't you i don't i don't know how you raised me how would you raise me mom <laughs> how do you well i i I knew that you like what you said, that you would find your own path. So I just taught you the foundation, the foundations and the best of um, the best of everything. And I tried to give you various experiences yeah, um, so that, that you could um, you could make your own decision someday because I'm not going to tell you what to believe. I'm not going to tell you how to be a spiritual being. I'm going to teach you what i do and i'm going to teach you um what it is to be a good person because that's the most important thing you know and i'm going to challenge your um beliefs and i want you i encourage you to challenge my beliefs and we dialogue and debate and do whatever we need to do so you can figure out what it is that you truly believe and how you want to be in this world so if i became a satanist you'd be okay with that um <laughs> well <laughs> let's talk about this for a second i mean you know you want to be like, you've got this little <laughs> smile on your face and i was like why is he smiling uh-huh uh-huh Devin, did we not see one of these shows what is that called like where people make I don't know. the that that show where uh um people either stand over here or stand over there if they agree or disagree middle or, ground I don't middle, know. Remember yeah, we saw ground. we saw where it was a bunch of religious people and oh, there yeah, was some and there like, there's like three Satanists there. And, and they were Christians. Yeah, but they were not uh they were not and there was like I think there was a Muslim person and um, Oh yeah, yeah, there was a Christian, a Hindu and a Muslim. And, and then three, three Satanists. Satanists. <laughs> and the three Satanists were not saying anything that didn't sound to me like the other religions. They were saying the same thing. So I don't even yeah. know I can't tell you what a Satanist is. But based on seeing that, it didn't seem bad. It didn't seem bad. Yeah, yeah. So, I know, I know, I know, I know. So, I mean, you can challenge me all you want. You want to throw down? <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, I'm not going to throw down I'm going to meet, meet that challenge you and go, sure. You got a master degree in this shit. So, I'm not, gonna, <laughs> I'm not doing shit. Yeah, but I don't know about Satanists. But that was an interesting show to watch. So, I'm just saying. Satanists is like a, a new thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, and I, you know, I guess I could learn about it, and then we can have this discussion again. But based on that show I saw, it didn't look so bad. So I'm not advocating for I'm it because I don't know anything about it. I'm I just, know nothing about it. I just, just watched the show. Yeah. I get weird when people joke about themselves dying. You know what I mean? I'm like, why are you doing that? Why are you putting that out there, bro? Mm, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Be a little more self-conscious. <laughs> right. Know? Yeah. Why? Don't be putting that energy out there. Yeah. You no, don't like I it. If I say, if I say I things you don't like, um, 
You don't like me putting certain energy out there too. Yeah, I've I'm noticed. like, what? Yeah. Keep that to yourself. Yeah, be quiet. You know? Don't mention that. Psst. Yeah, Psst. yeah. I don't want to think. I don't want to go there. I don't want to think about that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You know. Well, in the spirit of not keeping things to ourselves, because we're not. We're what? What happened? No, I'm just Brownies? saying we're. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Devin made brownies today. Thank you, Devin. You're welcome. Uh, they smell so scrumptious. Mm-hmm. I think we should have some, partake in some. Yeah. And we hope, we wish all of you that you would get if you like brownies that you get some brownies too very soon because they're yummy. They're yummy. And they're and chocolate. They will uh, help you be less restless. Right. Just right? bake. Get in the kitchen and bake. That That's very calming. For some people, that's a spiritual practice. Like going in, growing vegetables, going out in the garden, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for some people, that's a spiritual practice. And it just calms you, you know? Sit with yourself. Be in the silence and be okay with the silence. Yeah. Especially in this world, it's so noisy. There's so much distractions, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I love silence. It's a noisy world. I still want to go camping right now, but I'm not going to because other people have that idea. So you would not be social distancing. They close the national parks. And stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're not going to let you do that. Okay, good. There's a lot of I national want to. parks. Yeah. 650 acres of land is devoted you know, to we should make a point parks. to go to all of them. To the, all the national parks? Yeah. I think they... Yeah. Maybe next time we could talk about... National parks and public land versus private land. Oh, and the fact that public land might... There's They're a movement to... Exploit. Yeah, to take it away and privatize it. Yeah, the governments and corporations are trying to exploit public land. And a lot of the uh, outdoorsy people and the hunters and all the the, uh, environmentalists, the smart environmentalists who have studied a long time on this stuff think it should go back to the people and the people should own it. Yep. And the government should not, because the government will give it away. Yeah. Like they're doing in Joshua Tree right now. Oh, my. And other parks. Well, that is a uh, topic for another day. For another day. Yes. Get some shut-eye. Stop being restless. Meditate. Go monk mode. Monk. Be a monk. Because the world needs more monks. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to be still. It's it's all it's in the way you sit, in the way you speak, more or less. More or less. Monks don't really speak a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's in the way you, you listen. It's in your habits, I think. I think that's the biggest thing. Habits make up who we are, not our thoughts. Our thoughts are just bouncing around, reverberating. Our thoughts are what's restless. Our thoughts and our emotions. With that being said, 
This has been the, the bad, bad beat. Good night. Take care. Bye. Oh, well,